Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 290. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, you have me. And Tony Katz. Yes, I am here as well. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. All right, we got some good stuff to get to uh, today. We're going to start things off with uh, one of the original members of Star Wars is retiring, but he will not be gone. Do you know who this is? Yeah, I did see this story. It's creepy. James Earl Jones will no longer be the voice of Darth Vader. However, through AI, he still will be. He just won't be collecting checks anymore. Pretty good. It's very surprising. He's the kind of guy where you're like, how the hell didn't he die like in 1987? Yeah, I was going to say, James Earl Jones won't be breathing air very soon. That's that's the reality. I thought he was dead. He um, he died in the, uh, they did that coming to America, which is actually that's not nice. relevant to another story we've got coming up. Yeah. Uh, but he was in it for like one hmm. second and then died. And it's like, oh, the king of Africa died or whatever. He was supposed to be in that movie. Um, and it's like, it's like, He's, He's old, old and field of dreams. Yeah. Um, it's creepy that they can do that. I believe they said they already did do it on the Obi-Wan show. They already um, did like the AI of his voice. So, Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, no one has a voice like his, so we can't have that leave. Yeah. Although, remember I mean, the movie trailers from 1997? That guy's voice? And then he died, and now it doesn't exist. Like no one can recreate that voice. Wait, he ever. did die. Well, that guy's got to do like the, the voices of like uh, like you know, uh, of like scream and stuff. What? No, no, no. Like like the trailer of like scream oh, and stuff. Yeah. It'd There's be like, like one guy who did all the trailers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was the voiceover guy, and he died. I don't know, two thousand two or something. And that's why all every trailer sucks now because they don't have that guy's voice. That is actually true. Like they uh. <clears throat> Those '90s trailers like were really good. Kids don't know what like, they've. They don't know what to expect. They, they they don't know what they've missed. Poor guys. And I like that they would do like wacky trailers too. It would always be like, and Robin Williams is going to find out that the jungle isn't something you should miss. <laughs> no, with. that is true. It was like, like what? Okay, I don't need to. Know. That, this summer, four <laughs> teens realize quickly <laughs> not to go into the woods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was good times. If, if they could recreate his voice, I'd be. I feel like the world would be a little bit more. I was actually just, I randomly was actually coming across today on uh, something on Instagram about the guy that does the EA Sports. It's in the game voice. <laughs> and it's really funny because you can just tell he's just a, like, he's like this middle aged guy who's just, you could tell, just likes to just have a good time. And he'd always have like these guys with him, like when they would see him and he'd be like, oh, do it. And they would do it. And they'd be like, like try to do like EA sports in the game. And then he's like, that's not bad. And then he would do it. And it's just like, it's pretty funny. Like actually seeing a face and whatnot to the, to the voice. Did they have to update that? Or and it's like, you did that once in 2002. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say too. Like if you like someone like that, like EA sports is obviously very popular. And to be the one that does that voice. Like, I mean, are you just paid forever then at that point? Every time like, someone fires up a PS4. Yeah. Ching. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm no expert on like rights and royalties and all that stuff. But yeah, that, that's a 
you said like, oh, well, James Will Jones isn't getting paid. I thought I, I didn't read the whole the whole story. I assumed like it's like, hey, you're selling us your voice. We're just gonna give you like two million dollars. James Earl Jones, you know, he's uh his uh his voice is also in uh the very first Simpsons Halloween horror episode. Mm-hmm. He's the monster house or whatever. When uh when the when the when the movers move them in and then uh they uh Homer's like, Am I supposed to tip these guys? And they're like, Yeah, and he gives them a dollar and the guy's like, A buck. He's like I'm glad there's a curse on this house. <laughs> Pretty good. Homer's like, what? <laughs> and I don't he's also know. The Raven. I don't know if he's not getting paid. I just assumed they're like, yeah, we're not paying anymore. He, he maybe they cut a check to his, his family or something. Who knows? I think what happened is, um, you know, they confirmed that they're, they're making that Mufasa prequel, but he's not going to do the voice because it's me young Mufasa. So he's probably like, fuck, they're trying to, they're, I'm not dead yet. They're trying to write me out. <laughs> So just I'm gonna do this. I'll give him the rights to my voice. Yeah. But here's the thing: Is Darth Vader gonna be in anything ever again? Who knows? Maybe he why, will why now. Would he be? Why would he be? Yeah. They're like, we wrote you out of the thing, but if you give us the voice, we'll put you back. Like spoilers for Return of the Jedi, but Darth Vader doesn't live. Andy, come on. We'll see. <laughs> um. All right. Let's continue onward. What? is the scanners TV show. It's a police scanner. No. Okay. So scanners scanners is a classic, um, I guess horror sci-fi thriller movie from the eighties. Uh, David Cronenberg. It's a, it's a great movie. Um, it's on HBO right now, along with a ton of Cronenberg movies. So I've been watching some of those, uh, over the last few months, but, um, they're going to make a TV show. So scanners is, is it's almost like X-Men. It's like mutant powers. People who have like mind control powers and shit. Um, if you've ever seen the uh, like the GIF of like the guy's head exploding, um, that's from Scanners. Most probably one of the most famous moments from any movie. Um, but they're going to make a TV show, and Cronenberg is going to be involved in the production of it, uh, coming to HBO. So um, it's a good it's a good setup for a show. Basically, it's uh, it's X Men. It's <laughs> people who have powers that want to do bad things, and people who have powers who want to do good things. You know, it's all right. Good right there, but yeah, check out that movie. It's on. It's on HBO Max right now. Um, it's a good movie. Very good. Well, speaking of James Earl Jones uh, and uh, Eddie Murphy, let's go to Beverly Hills Cop Four. Judge is back. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they did. They did the uh, coming to America, uh, and now they're going to do Beverly Hills Cop Four. So Eddie Murphy's back. He's ready to do all his old things again. But notable about this, they're bringing everyone back. As you said, Judge Reinhold. Love that. I don't know how old he is, 60-something. I'm have still you seen hoping him? he's in the Santa Claus. If you've seen him, he looks... Wait, he, was in the, he was in the Santa Claus? He was the stepdad. Or the new, oh, okay. New, yeah, he was the stepdad. What right was now. his name of that? Like Kirk or Craig or something? Judge. That just seems like like someone's like a stepdad name in the 90s. Oh, here's Craig again. Yeah. Here's Kirk. I'm actually going to look up what his name was that, in that show. Neil. I talked like it was something like we that. We talked about this before. Neil. But all those, it was Neil. <laughs> all those movies, the second <laughs> husband was supposed to be like a bad guy, but they're actually like really nice. Same thing like uh, Carrie Elwes and um, Liar Liar. And well, stuff. They were always like, oh, that's the guy we hate. And then it's like, actually, that probably that guy was probably really just a good so dude. The, the thing with Santa Claus, I think, with Neil was that I don't think he was ever a bad guy. It was just he was portrayed as a bad guy because, okay, his mom wasn't with Tim Allen anymore. So she was with Neil, which maybe at the time, you know, Neil just probably brought better security. Yeah. We don't know what was going on behind closed doors. So it wasn't <laughs> fair for us to, to dislike Neil. And then 
you come to realize that Neil's really big on like, no, Santa's not real. We shouldn't let you believe in fairy tales, which I get. But then at the end, Neil does believe in fairy tales. So really, Neil was definitely not a villain in that movie. Yeah, they they always start out as that. I mean, I think it, I think it's funny, but um, no, I agree because they portray you right away to like dislike this guy because yeah. he's the guy that he's the reason our family's broken up. When it's like, no, dude, the reason your family's broken up probably is because yeah. the way his father probably acted. And we talked about this last week or two weeks ago or something when we were talking about Tim Allen, like we always do. Uh, <laughs> Sean thought that remember that movie with Chevy Chase with Jonathan oh, Taylor yeah. Thomas? Yep. You remember that one, Tony? Did you ever see that one? Uh, what was the title? I don't remember. Okay. But I've seen Christmas were, Vacation. They were like the Native American Boy Scouts or whatever. Oh, that actually kind of does sound familiar. they go out familiar. to like the woods and Chevy Chase is a stepdad. So he's like, I don't know if I trust this guy yet. So that was like, the stepdad was a big deal in the 90s. I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, was I'm Jonathan looking Taylor it up Thomas. right now. Um, but the stepdad was a big deal in the 90s. And they always had to be like cheesy and you hated them. But when you look now as an yeah, adult, I think like divorce like, was new or something back then. Yeah, that's definitely. But yeah, now divorce is actually more common than just staying together, I think. I think you always say 50-50. But who knows? It was man of the house. Is it man of the house? Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, it right now. I feel like I did see that. It is Because I recognize that uh, that uh, like the photo mm-hmm. on the cover and also 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's. <laughs> We didn't really, care. No really, one was oh, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't even around yeah, yet. <laughs> These are people that are like weren't even born yet when they're like doing their Rotten Tomatoes review. Oh, this it's Who like got, yeah, okay, that, around. That's a good question. Who is going back and yeah. reviewing it for Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, now? and then like ninety three exactly. I'm gonna go. Sarah check. Fawcett was his like, mom. That's you know what? Like I, I guarantee that. you, they had no respect for Indian in the cupboard. Let's see what. Yeah, that was another classic hit. <laughs> let's see what time. Indian in the cupboard is. What do you guys have? Remember we used to do that was over oh, yeah. under like 16 and a half percent or what? What do you guys think? It was good. Uh, Indian cupboard. I'm going to say, yeah, it probably was I'm going to nine. 31. <laughs> okay. Wait, Sean, you're going nine? Yeah. No, oh, you're 30, going 31? 31? I haven't looked yet. I'll go like 13 because I guarantee you there's no respect for it. Darth Vader Holy was in Holy shit, 71. Okay. Whoa. Remember, Darth Vader was in it too. Was that James Earl Jones? Was he? Who was he? He had a little Darth Vader toy, and he put it in there. Oh, wow. Richard, Richard Jenkins, Jenkins is it. actually in it. Yeah. I didn't realize that. No one remembers. Richard Jenkins was Victor. Go see if James Earl Jones was in it. Am I misremembering that? Does anyone else remember yeah, that? James Earl Jones was not in this. That you can he watch this on Paramount be, Plus. He puts a, a, like a Darth Vader toy into the cupboard, and it becomes alive, and it's like, oh, shit. Okay, maybe he had a moment then, Yeah, if that's the truth. All right. What were we fucking talking about? This is the Indian in the Cupboard podcast. Uh <laughs> Signing off. No, we were talking about Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Judge Reinhold. That's where we were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's back. Some other people are back. Uh, Bronson Pinchot coming back. He always had a one like one scene in those movies. Um, I watched the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy this year. Uh, they were all on HBO at one point. Yeah, in honor of and, this. Um, not in honor of it. Just like, I was like, I've never seen these movies. The third one was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I, I did talk about that. It's so I don't know if this is a good idea, but I think Eddie Murphy's putting his heart into these. Uh, the Dolomite movie was good. Coming to America was fine. I think when he got to do his "I'm going to play every character" thing scenes in the, that movie, it worked. So he never did that in the Beverly Hills Cop movie, but um, we'll see. It's coming to Netflix. So it means if you already have Netflix, it's free. Whatever. But very strange. I mean, is there even crime anymore in Beverly Hills? What, are the, what is this going to be about? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, all the crime is solved, and so they have to do different things now. Yeah. And if you do have a chance to watch, the second movie is just so unhinged. And then, uh, Is that so, the Wally World one? 
No, that's the third one, which is just okay. horrendous. The second one, Judge Reinhold becomes like a sociopath, and he 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 has two shotguns during the last scene of the movie. He's holding oh, yeah. two shotguns and firing at like terrorists. Judge is like just... six foot eleven. He he can do it. He's fine, Andy. Come on. Wait, who'd you say six foot eleven? I'm kidding, but Judge, he seems like a tall man. He's Wait, probably six so five. The baseball player. Judge Reinhold. We're talking oh. about Judge Reinhold still. Because Aaron Judge is like six foot, like six or seven. That's why I heard that. I was like, oh, yeah. How many movies did he even make? I feel like he had an impact, but it's, it's like actually probably only in like six movies. He's only six foot two. His his Kramer hair from the time must be I throwing think me off. Because you're remembering him from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High where they were all high school kids. What yeah. does he look like? Judge were- oh, wait, it's Neil. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember him from. And uh, so, like everyone else in that movie was like five foot two, so he just looked bigger than everyone else. That's that movie's funny. When he worked, at, he worked at the diner or whatever. Yeah. The pirate. That's a funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, when is Beverly Hills Cop Four slated to come out to Netflix? Oh, probably next year. Then. I mean, I don't know. It's a long time. Yeah. I mean, this has actually been rumored for a while. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about Vince Gillian's uh, Gilligan's new show. Yeah, so uh, with uh, Better Call Saul over, he uh, needs to do something else. And he said he is definitely done with that universe and he wants to do something different. So uh, Apple TV, giving him a bunch of money, it sounds like, to make a series for them. Uh, Two seasons greenlit already. So um, he's bringing uh, along with him Rhea Seahorn from uh, Better Call Saul. So she did a great job in the series and uh, is going to continue with her. So um, should be a good show whenever that comes. I. Still have never sampled Apple TV. I feel like I'm waiting for like a big library. I'm definitely waiting for uh, the Scorsese movie. That's probably when I'll pull the trigger. Killers of the Flower um, Moon. Yeah. So I don't know when that's actually ever going to come out. It's uh, delayed three more years. <laughs> yeah. They got to de-age De Niro again just for fun. <laughs> like he's, he's still playing an older guy. They're just we're going to de-age him again. Yeah. I want him to be three years younger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's another thing. Apple, Apple TV. Apple has unlimited money. We all know. So like, oh, Vince yep. Gilligan will give you $100 million to do one season of TV? Yeah, that's nothing to us. Yeah, pretty good. All right, well, uh, yeah, maybe that'll be a good uh, subscribing subscriber grab for them. Because, yeah, I haven't had yeah. it for a while since season two of The Morning Show, I think, is when we uh, dropped it. Mm-hmm. Tell us about you. Sure. How are uh, you, Andy? <laughs> So there's a show on Netflix called You that I've watched uh, all three seasons, and it is not a good show, but it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, But the reason I think it's notable to talk about this is uh, Netflix announced that season four is coming early next year, uh, but it's coming in two parts. So uh, five episodes on February 10th, followed by five episodes on March 10th. So um, Netflix did a two-part season with Stranger Things this last summer, um, like the first time kind of experimenting. So I think they realize this is probably the way to go. It gets people to subscribe for another month. If that's, that's all actually the good point. That is smart. Yeah. So when I, when season three of you came out or when <clears> I <throat> finally watched it, I watched all 10 episodes over like a course of two weeks. So this would actually prevent me from doing that. They're making so when business. they, when they do the two parts, it's like, so five, it's five and five. I think so. Stranger Things was like seven and then two or something. Stranger like Things, though, is like the reason why I think like is what put Netflix on the map, though, because I think Stranger Things was Netflix's first like original banger. No. Banger is a good word for it, because I think <laughs> their first big hit was uh, Kevin Spacey's uh, House of Cards. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
What else was there? Was that though? Like, yeah, but I mean, I would. Orange is the new black was also around that same time. Yeah, but I feel like they kind of struggle with something. I think you know what they struggle with is their movies when they're like Adam Sandler come in here and do like <laughs> do, Dewey. They, those movies do super. Dewey well. had a good Halloween and like, Hubie oh, Halloween yeah, is did. some Halloween of the best Christmas. stuff they've ever done. <laughs> Dewey. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, people watch that you show. I think so. Have you watched it, Sean? I've seen like half of two episodes yeah, or something. It's one of those things where I watched season one. I thought like it could have been done after that. Cause it's like, I mean, like I get it. Like here he is a creepy dude and like girls like him cause he's good looking. So it's like, if he was an ugly dude, like it would, it would suck. The show would be over. I mean, it's like, you know, now he's just a cur like a, a, a perv, get him in jail. Now it's like, Oh no. Like actually the way he's doing things, maybe he, he just really does love her. And it's like, no, he doesn't do. He's a fucking serial killer. Girls love serial killers, though. Serial killers are like the hottest thing I think on like the world right now. Which, if you well, it's October. The, so the twist. Yeah. If you didn't see the later seasons, it's season three. I've so, seen some. So the he falls in love with another girl. Yeah, yeah. No, her. I know that. Yeah. She turns out to be crazy. Okay. Well, crazy so finds stuck, crazy. She like blackmails him into getting married and having a kid, and now he's stuck. And he so he gets his um, like the revenge against him. Like he gets what's karma, I guess, is what they call it. Well, whatever. I don't have a girlfriend, so I'm gonna be watching this. In, in the end of the end of season three, it moves to like Paris or something. So I don't know. I don't think they're oh, gonna God. put him in Paris in season four. <laughs> it's just gonna be out there smoking a cigarette with some guy with a Walt Disney mustache. <laughs> they're gonna have a cross promo with that Where? huge Netflix show. I think it's a Netflix show. My wife yeah, watches yeah, Emily in Paris. Yeah. What is Start it? Stalking her. There's a show called Emily in Paris about a girl named Emily in Paris. Oh, wow. I'd actually think that's fun. For It's all owned by Netflix, isn't it? Let's have some yeah, cross-world Marvel bullshit. It's like when uh, they put like Frasier. Uh, Frasier already was on Cheers. Okay. Oh, that's a better <laughs> example. I think the people uh, mad about you were on Seinfeld once or something or the opposite. One of those things, right? Probably. They did crossovers like that. The now. NBC universe. You know what? Remember when Ray Ray uh, hang out, hung out with Kevin James? Do you remember that? Yeah, episode? yeah, they were like yeah. neighbors. That was good shit. Yeah. So we have there it is. There's my example. They're perfect. Well done, Andy. Yeah. All right. Well, this basically broke all uh, of the Twitter and uh, probably other places too today. Ryan Reynolds does like does like a home movie from a House in the Woods or some shit. Hugh Jackman's walking around in the background. Uh, you want to take it from there, Andy? Yeah, so uh, a funny video. Ryan Reynolds has he has good instincts. He's probably he's not uh, not the best comedian that's there ever been, but he has good instincts. I think he made this little video about he hard at work on Deadpool three, uh, and he's got to come up with some ideas, and then it just ends with, and I couldn't think of anything. And then Hugh Jackman comes in the background, and he just says, "Hey Hugh, you want to be Wolverine again?" And he's like, "Sure." So then he says, "Okay, Deadpool three. Wolverine's back. Hugh Jackman's back. Uh, coming in 2024. So it's as easy as that. Yeah. Uh, I assume Hugh Jackman. They asked him, like, hey, you think you want to come back? He didn't say sure. He said thirty million dollars. They're like, yep, we'll do it because yeah. um, he had said he's done doing this. He did Logan, a great movie, um, and was like, I'm done with it. But you know, you offer thirty million dollars, maybe we'll come back. So yeah, Daniel Craig was done being Bond like eight films yeah. ago. Yeah. I mean, Hugh Jackman is like, is he 60 at this point now? He's, he's getting up there. I mean, I guess Wolverine doesn't age, but Hugh Jackman, the actor, does. So, 
Hugh Jackman oh. is 53, Andy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not 60. Uh, my apologies, but he's definitely not 32. Yeah. Neither is Ryan Reynolds. You know? yeah. Remember, Ryan Reynolds was in his like ninth year of college way back in the year 2000. So. That is true. crazy to think. Dan Wilder, huh? Ron Rollins is actually a really funny guy. You ever see, like, he'll post stuff all the time about, like, stuff with, like, his wife and his kids and stuff. But, like, the stuff he says, like, I think there was one time where it was, like, his daughter was in, like, first grade or kindergarten and drew something. He's like, I put it on the refrigerator, but it's absolutely awful. (laughs) And it's like, you just tell that guy's genuinely a fun guy. I think it's cool when you can tell, like, these guys that they genuinely play the same type of character. And I think it's because that's just truly who who they are, their personalities. Then you get the guys out there that can play all sorts of characters like Johnny Depp and uh, Paul Dano, Christian Bale. Absolute psychos. Uh, what's his face too? The guy that speaks like a hundred languages, the guy from Inglorious Bastards and Django, the German dude. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. That guy's good too at playing a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you seen that, that Ron Reynolds soccer show? He probably like that. I have not. It's a documentary about how he bought that like um, lower level team. They weren't and what? League. And what state? Oh, in England. Yeah, Wrexham. Oh yeah, I've heard of Wrexham. So he bought he bought them with Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And they're like, we don't know what we're doing, but we're, <laughs> we're celebrities. We'll try to like turn this team around. So, what are they in League One or League Two? They're definitely not in uh, the. Oh, they might be in like the development league then. Yeah. So, but it's like a documentary show. Like, oh, That's pretty cool, good. actually. Yeah. Wrexham. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely heard of Wrexham. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good indeed. All right, well, we have one huge movie premiere coming uh, this Friday, and uh, I can only imagine you're aware of what this is, right? Coming out this Friday? I mean, what I'm thinking of probably isn't it. Well, it's Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, okay. Okay, there's the movie Smile. I was thinking of Smile. (laughs) And then there's Billy Eichner's gay comedy, and I'm like, looks pretty good. Billy Eichner's pretty funny. That guy's actually really funny. I'll probably watch one of those movies at least this weekend, so. Well, yeah, next I'll, week. I'll be watching Hocus Pocus, I'm sure. Um, now, there was a story that said the movie, the Billy Eichner's movie, they're like, we preemptively decided not to put it into Saudi Arabia. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. You thought that was going to get released? That's a, uh, they wouldn't allow canceling the, them before they yeah, cancel you. They wouldn't allow the Buzz Lightyear movie in like most of the world because there's a one second clip of maybe gay people. So. <laughs> So, yep, look for... Uh, right, yeah, I was good there. Was too I'll long be watching that probably that. and we'll talk about it next week, I'm sure. Uh, Andy, you got a couple of trailers. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is back. Did he ever leave, though? That's true. That's <laughs> I true. think he, he did. He made, no, he did he old. Made, no, but I mean, he left... Um, he made the, like, After Earth, which I never saw, which was bad. But he, he had, like, a five-year period where he didn't does, make a good Does he still put After himself in all... Well, I mean... He made that? Okay, yeah. here's the thing Is with that, that, that though. Is that Will Smith movie? Yes. Mm. Will Smith's like, I want you to make a movie for my son. And he hired M. Night Shyamalan. So. Here's the thing about M. Night Shyamalan. When we say he didn't make a good movie, it's because his first few movies were all just bangers. They were just good. I mean, it's like, you know, Taking Back Sunday. They had a really good first album, Tell All Your Friends. After that, they were all, some of them were pretty good. And they got, collectively got worse. But it's like, because you peaked at the beginning. You were just so good at the beginning. That's M. Night Shyamalan, dude. Signs, Sixth Sense. Old. Hold. Wait, what? Unbreakable. Un- I'm talking about the begin- his first movies. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about his first, like, well, I mean, he made ah. hit after hit after hit. And then it, now it's like, I mean, at one point, it's like you I think can't. He's on a good run. He's on a good run. Was old any good? I never saw it. It was it's fine. Good. It's good. It's just not 
great. No, it's not like, is it's there like a sense. twist at the end? Oh, no. The twist is terrible. <laughs> but there, there is. The movie is good. Sixth Sense and uh, I feel like I'm, oh, Village. He did the Village. village. So I'm going to talk oh. about the Village a little later. Are you really? Oh, boy. Yes. oh very good. Um, so, yeah, I saw a, a trailer. I went to go see a movie that came out this weekend, and this trailer came out, uh, Knock at the Cabin. So this is uh, coming out February 3rd with uh, Dave Bautista is the, the star this time. Uh, also and the John redheaded Groff. kid. Um, yeah, Ron Weasley. People were excited about that, um, the Harry Potter kid. Dude, it's funny you say that because literally – I'm sorry, just to like – just because it's it's so funny you say this because last night I was uh, – my roommate's been re-watching Game of Thrones – and so, like, they have the little, the fake Malfoy guy, Joffrey, and his, like, little Uber, like, going through town. And then I was looking at him, I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny because I was like, this guy probably isn't in much. I was like, maybe he's in some, like, English sitcoms that nobody watches. But I was like, you know, he's not in much anymore because it's like, you know, you just, you're this character. And it's kind of like, that's who you end up becoming. And I was like, same with, like, the Harry Potter kids, like, Malfoy and Ron, and you don't see them in much. And then it's kind of funny that now you're mentioning Ron because I literally, I compared it to that where I was like, those guys are British, so it's like they probably like maybe they are in like some British Brit box shows that you know we don't watch, but maybe other people know them and stuff. But it's like for us, it's always gonna be like, oh no, that's little twelve year old Malfoy, that's little like fourteen year old Joffrey, that's little thirteen year old Ron. The Malfoy kid was in the Planet of the Apes, but that was like ten years ago. But I'm saying they're not yeah. good when they're in anything else. Like they even tried putting fucking Harry Potter and other stuff, and it just didn't work yeah, out. He was in really, like he's very good as a corpse who can. Well, he was in like Black Woman or something, right? <laughs> I, <was> like, oh. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think he's called that. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a movie. Sounds like a Tyler Perry film. <laughs> yeah, Tyler what Perry is though? Black Woman. It was like, the woman in Black. <laughs> Yeah, he's been he's been in some stuff like a uh, Swiss Army Man, which I really enjoyed, where he's plays a corpse, but still. But I mean, he's like now the, the Weird Al guy, right? Yeah. Okay. He's doing a Weird Al movie. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Oh, very good. I'm glad uh, Weird Al's still going. But that's funny you said Joffrey. I saw like a few weeks ago on the internet. Um, he basically quit because he's like, oh, did he? I'm, I'm that's I'm never going to be anyone but Joffrey. And he's like, yeah, I told him. That's why I said it. College and that's cool college. that at least he did. That's what the kid from Two and a Half Men did too. The youngest, Jake. He ended up going to college, went to Colorado. He's got a full on beard, probably a big time stoner. Collects royalties all the time. Like, why not? But yeah, I saw a picture of him. It was his, his wedding where it's like, uh-huh. hey, here's Joffrey. He's not, he got married for real this time. It's like, oh, okay. Cool. He was also living in Gotham for a while. Yeah, he was in that one scene. Yeah. Wasn't he Commissioner Gordon's son or something like that? Or No, I think no, he was, was just a poor kid, kid yeah. on a balcony. Yeah. He gave him like a a throwing Batman star. Yeah. That's... So that kids knew he actually saw him. But yeah, yeah I saw this trailer. Looks okay. Min Sim Night, you know what you're getting into. Uh, yeah, wish it it's... came out in October, not February. Uh, I think it's just the way it worked out when he made it. Just like, you don't know when you're going to finish. So, I mean, he's working quick. I mean, Old just came out about a year ago. So, yeah. Um, February 3rd is when this comes out. So There you go. Yeah. And uh, the next trailer, tell us about Last of Us, Andy. Is this the new HBO thing? Yeah, this is the HBO, probably their their biggest anticipated show right now. Um, adaptation of a video game that was critically acclaimed and has been remade multiple times. Sony just keeps releasing it. It's such a big hit, but it's a it's a zombie thing, and it just it looks looks like they're putting a lot of money towards it. So uh, you can see the trailer now. Um, I expect it to be out early. Uh, next year so they said 2023 they didn't say when but i would expect early not later yeah looks strange guy from the creators of chernobyl right 
Yeah. Um, also, it's starring Pedro Pascal. It's kind of like bearing the lead. I think that's why people are going to be excited for it. Uh, you'll get to see his face. He's going to be yeah. in a, a series where you get to see him. So. This is true. Yeah. It's exciting. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code. Tony. That is. T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout just because we sent you. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. How many things do you have off-road? I got four on here. Tony Katz? Uh, like, uh, we'll call it like two. Very good. I have two as well. Andy, you want to lead us off? Sure. I'll go with the, uh, the Halloween theme stuff. We talked about it last week, Hellraiser. I'm like, I probably should watch these movies. They're on Amazon. So I watched uh, Hellraiser 1 and 2, which I think are the only like real movies. Like the rest were like directed video or something. Uh, there's good ideas there. I think they're, they're not that good of movies, though. I think it just became they were more iconic than good. Uh, there's good effects, but, um, you know, it's slow-ish. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think it, I think it's worth watching just to see kind of the weird stuff. But you probably see like a, a YouTube compilation of like the weirdest shit more than um, having to watch the whole movie. I mean, there's a lot of like yeah, bodies there, that don't have skin. And it wouldn't like surprise me if these were made like in Sweden or some shit. Like just weird Germany. I, well, the guy's British and they're it's supposed to be all British characters or something, but then they just made the movie and they're like, actually, they're not British. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's weird British people. I mean, do you even know what the plot is? <clears throat> no, I don't remember that at all. So like the, the like, you know, pin pinhead or whatever he's called is like not even a big part of that movie, actually. But that's what's like to remember. Basically, this woman just keeps bringing back people so that uh, this guy who's being like resurrected from the dead and has no skin he needs to like eat the people to like get his full body back. That's basically the premise of the movie. Uh, so the like the, the dead body that's skinless is that that's really good special effects for 1987. So um, that's at least cool to see. But um, I think the second one was better. The second one is, gets to be weirder. There's a doctor who's actually like, I want to be part of this and I want to get bring people to demons and whatever and shit. But pretty good. So those are on Amazon. <laughs> All right, is that you watch both of them? That's two reviews or that one? Counts, review, that's right? a one. That's a one. All right, what's your when you want to do one more? Uh, sure. Uh, this one I saw at the movie theater. Uh, it is a big movie theater experience. They want you to go see an IMAX. I didn't see an IMAX. I just saw in the, in the regular thing, but uh, it's called the Moon Age Daydream, and it is kind of a documentary uh, about David Bowie, uh, but it's not like a documentary that you would think of like traditional like you have interviews and you talk to people and that stuff it's more just a collection of footage um in a lot of concert footage i think that's the the idea behind it i know the director said like he was inspired by watching uh bohemian rhapsody he's like the music in the concert scenes were great and sitting in a theater watching that is is exciting so he's like I, he wanted to do that for uh, different music artists and put it in IMAX and put it with this big sound and everything. Uh, but he ended up making this full full length uh, movie with David Bowie because it's just kind of following 
following his career, but there isn't like, and then they talk to this writer and he talks about David Bowie's childhood. It's nothing like that. Um, it's just, it's for the most part concert footage and then other weird things. I mean, David Bowie's a very weird guy. and did a lot of weird things. So it's like split showing different things that he did. And, um, yeah, but very enjoyable. Um, cause I mean, David Bowie had a great career, um, a varied career. Um, and I think this is, uh, coming to HBO next year. It was, it's a weird thing that it was like, the last producer was HBO documentaries. And I was like, okay, so it wasn't, there weren't the number one producer on it, but they were probably put a little bit of money towards it. Um, but it, when I looked it up, it said, Oh, they expected to, to air on HBO, uh, next year sometime. So, um, it's worth watching if you're a fan of David Bowie. It is, um, good what they were able to do recreating. I mean, they remastered the music and actually like synced it to the performances and stuff like that. It was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty good. But probably a good experience. You go get really high and then watch that. Whoa. I'm sure people would like it. Uh, but I was definitely the youngest person in that, that building by like 45 years. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Um, Tony, you want to go? Sure. Like the, really the only thing I've watched and I've only watched like four or five episodes was a Dahmer. Oh, how'd you, we stopped at like two. Yeah, I got to four. I attempted five after a night out on Saturday and got to maybe the intro. (laughs) And I woke up four hours later with our cat sleeping next to my head on the couch. So that was, and I was home alone all weekend. So that was, that was nice. At least, at least I had company, but uh, I mean, it's, um, it's good. I mean, that's, I mean, it's that one actor, the American Horror Story actor, he's, it's funny because somebody posted something the other day about how, like, they never let him do a movie where he can smile. <laughs> like, he's always just, yeah. And honestly, I bet you after a while that has to mess you up a little bit psychologically. That guy's probably got to be a little messed up in the head. He's got to be an interesting person. I bet, yeah, I was gonna say maybe messed up in the head a little too far, but I agree. Interesting person at least, but he's a good actor. He's, he's perfect for horror stuff. And it's like, I think that's cool when you find your niche. Yeah. And, uh. I mean, it, it's it's good. I mean, I honestly don't think I realized that he actually went all the way into the '90s. Like he I know, was. Andy, he were you from, on the last pod saying like this was in the '60s or something? Yeah, I think that was Andy. But uh, he uh, he started his first killing was in 1978, and his last was in '91. So he and he died in '94. I think he got arrested. I can't remember if he got arrested. I think he got arrested in '91, and then in '94 he died. And I didn't realize and this. Obviously, isn't I haven't seen this part of the movie if they even show it or the show. But I didn't realize that he, I mean, this is, I don't feel bad saying spoilers because it's based on true story. So it's like people know this stuff already, but I didn't realize he died from being uh, beaten to death in jail, which is one of those things where I feel like the guards probably turned their back because the first thing I said when I saw it too, was I was like, I bet it was by a black guy because he did target men of color and sure enough it was. So I was like, yeah, dude, that was a. but it's the the crazy thing to me with those serial killers is like how they target the young kids. Like I know his his youngest was like 14, I think, or something that he killed. And then I know that he had involvement early on when he would like with molesting like a 13 year old or something like that. I don't know. He was that's what makes this. I mean, it's really intense with this show is too, is because it's like, you know, he's it was the way he went about things, too. Like he would go pick up these boys and it's like he would, then he would drug them. And then it was like, you know, he'd have his way with them in all sorts of weird ways. And I think honestly, like his grandma probably saved a couple lives because he had a stent. Re- I didn't realize he was such a troublemaker. I mean, obviously he was fucked up in the head, but I didn't realize he went to like military school and got kicked out. And that was after he'd already killed somebody. And I think there was like rumors that he had told some of his 
military friends about what he had done and stuff like that. And, you know, but I don't know. It, it just, the whole thing's kind of crazy, but yeah, I'm about halfway through. So I'd like to finish it up, but it's tough when you live with three other people, you know, the common area is always occupied. So it's kind of like, you know, I was lucky this last week cause I was home alone for three days. So I was able to kind of just do whatever the hell I wanted, but you know, I don't have a TV in my room. Don't need one in my room. So I'm just like, I'll watch it when I watch it. But so far, so good. You know, it's not like crazy. And it's pretty cool too. Cause like the first episode is kind of like, is the episode where the, the last guy that escaped, which actually is the one that got him arrested and whatnot. It's kind of crazy. Cause it's like, you really do put yourself in that guy's situation. Like what would you do? And they do a good job. And like one of the things that, you know, Dahmer did was he threw on like a horror movie and he throws on like the exorcist three and the guy's all like, Oh, you know, I don't really like horror movies and stuff like that. And Dahmer's like, Oh, I, I watch this movie every night. And I'm like, Oh fuck dude. I thought I liked horror movies. Yeah. Dahmer's over here watching exorcist three every night. So you could have picked a better one, buddy, but Tony be like, what are you watching tomorrow night? I'll, come yeah, back. I'll be back tomorrow. Let me live another day. <laughs> but the whole thing, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. And it's, it's wild to think too, like how he lived in some, beat up apartment complex in I think what Wisconsin or something, Milwaukee. Yeah. Where the bucks play. Yeah. And it was funny too, because like the ladies next door always complained about the smell. And that was the first thing everybody always said was the, Oh, the smell. And he always was just be like, Oh, I uh, had pork chops in my refrigerator and my refrigerator broke. So yeah, it's, it's just the smell, but it's like, no, he actually had a full on like human head in his head refrigerator. He had like yeah, breaking bad style. The yeah, like the, the crazy thing too is how there is a phobia, not a phobia, I'm sorry, but like a, uh, like something that you just love. I don't know, what do you call it? Like that you're addicted to or something, but he had the like a sexual arousement with holding Fetish? people's organs. So it was like, and it was actually like he legitimately got like, you know, it was like there was actually some sort of like what that term was called where he literally would get aroused if he had the feeling of, like organs in his hand and stuff. So I know that's, what's crazy. Cause it's like, these guys really do the, like these serial killers. They just get into, that's what they do it for. It's the thrill. It's like, it's, you know, it's, Oh, I'm going to kill this guy and I'm going to get his organs. In my, and, you know, it's just such a wild, wild concept. And it's like, just so crazy to think like there's people out there that like, that's how they are. And it's, you know, you know, no drugs involved either with this guy, just straight up, just like being raised. I think just, Poorly, I guess. I mean, he can't say he was raised well, but I mean, it didn't help either that his mother left at a young age to go, or he left him at a young age with her, uh, with his like brother to go chase UFOs. I mean, that's got to fuck you up too. <laughs> the mom's crazy. Dad's not around. Just oh, hard to believe that his dad could be Richard Jenkins and where did he go? So yeah, wrong? Richard Jenkins actually does a really good job because there's the scene where the cops tell him everything that his son has done and said, we have reason to believe too, that your son was also like eating some of his victims and just the look on the dad's face. Like it really does make you realize like if you were a father and you found that out about your son, it's like, it would be such like a wild moment because it's your son. So you want to still love him, but then you're also like, Holy shit. Like what? And then that like, also you never son, expected that. That makes his son Dale look so much better. Oh yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's pretty much all I've been watching. Other than that, it's just like I've still been watching House of Dragons, but that's they fast forwarded 10 years, which is funny because it's like it really does make you have to like readapt again because now you have to like you do get attached to those characters and now they introduce you to like 
10 new characters or five, six, 10 new characters that are like that character before, but just now they're a different actor. But other than that, I mean, that's, I don't need to get into that. That's nothing crazy. I mean, it's, well, there was a, a kid jerking off outside the window. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was interesting. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, all right. I mean, uh, different times back then, you know, that's just straight up all you can say. You know, I think his mom like walked into like, it was no big deal, but you know, <laughs> interesting. It is interesting, but yeah, that's it for me. All right. I've got two. I'll be quick, Andy. Then we'll close with you. I watched over the course of like five days, uh, Halloween kills on, I think it's on HBO. And, uh, yeah, these, I, I, I think it's just one of the things, maybe they're better when you were a kid or you were a kid and you're dumb and you're watching these cause uh, it's bad. Um, so Wh- I don't know. Which I mean, one is Halloween. Halloween. Which it's one is newest, Halloween kills? The one that came out like last year or something. That was like kind of like the floater one, right? Cause isn't the new one coming out? Mm-hmm. It had like was it big, big John and little John or whatever. That was the, yes, it, the yes, it was that one. The mad TV guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a Halloween movie. You can watch it. Literally, it's a Halloween movie. It, I think it it makes more sense to watch that movie as if you're rooting for Michael Myers, right? I think that's the only way you're supposed to with any of these, aren't you? Uh, not in the beginning. Well, the new ones. So yeah, you can watch it. It's a Halloween movie. It's not incredibly long. I think it's only an hour and a half. Um, but for all you Anthony be- Michael Hall fans, <laughs> wait, yeah, that, that, yeah. that most recent Halloween didn't have a. Uh... The main characters in it did it. Oh, it did oh, it is? It's a sanctioned movie. Okay, so then this one's Halloween ends or something. Yeah, he like, was supposed to die in this movie, it's like and five now years later. allegedly Jamie Lee Curtis will make sure he. So does. the last, the last movie, because I think I've seen it too, is when it like the house burned down, and then it's like, oh no, he made it. No, that was two movies ago. Well, it was two movies ago when the house burned down, but I'm saying yeah. like this last one is when like yes. she realizes that he, he escaped it because they thought he died in there probably. It like picks up immediately after like they're driving to the hospital from yeah, yeah, yeah. that house. Yeah, so that's the one. All right. Yeah, I've seen that oh. one that I think. One yeah, of the check it out. Was, uh, was Gamby. Yeah. Oh, that was a reference to Vice Principals. Cool. Oh, President Gamby. He's also in uh, Sons of Anarchy, right? He's like the... Transgender, before it was cool. And then the other thing, uh, keeping up with the patient, uh, it's interesting. It's good. It involves a serial killer, but it's not as much violent, gruesome stuff. But what was particularly interesting last Wednesday's episode, or whenever it came out, there's a flashback of uh, when they're younger and his wife is singing at the temple, and it shows, uh. Steve Carell's character sitting in a pew and he's in a suit. It's, you know, t- early two thousands and he's got his hair to the side and he really, 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 really looks <laughs> like Michael Scott from the office. <laughs> so I immediately started laughing when I saw that. I don't think it was intentional, but maybe it was, I, I don't know, but it's interesting. It's a different show. It's FX. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good. You can watch it on FX the patient. Yeah. I'm, I'm a week behind on that, but I've been still watching that. Yeah. They're, Cause they're 22 minutes. They're it's easy so short. It's we so watched short, two yeah. of them last night. Yeah. Um, all right, Andy, you had two left. Yeah. So, uh, two big movies that were released in theaters over the last couple weeks. First, uh, the woman King, 
This is a movie with Viola Davis, uh, historical epic action movie. A uh, little bit of controversy behind it, but it's a uh, it's about a uh, kingdom in Africa in the 1800s, and they end up going to war with uh, another kingdom there that uh, they were you know allied with, but then you know things go things go south. But uh, what's notable about this kingdom is that they have a uh, all female king's guard like special forces group. Uh, they train uh, from when they're young, and none of them take uh, partners and basically just learn to be great warriors. Um, so that's kind of the hook for this movie. So Viola Davis is like the, the leader of this group uh, and it follows like a young recruit. Uh, the controversy is that uh, it's not completely historically accurate that the, the kingdom in question here was definitely involved in the slave trade, but like basically everyone, everyone in Africa would capture other Africans and sell them into slavery. And that's definitely not ignored in this movie, but people are upset that it's like, well, these people were actually bad people, so we shouldn't make a movie where they're the good guys. But it's like, it's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is to show off this uh, basically female fighting force that wrecks people. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Very exciting. Good action. Uh, good, like, uh, grounded, you know, swords and shit like that. It's not, it's not John Wick. You know? It's a real movie. Yeah. In real life. So very, very well done. Definitely worth uh, seeing. I've heard good things. Um, yeah. And then the uh, the second movie here is uh, Don't Worry, Darling. This is a oh. movie with a lot of controversy, a lot of behind the scenes. i ready for this movie to go to bed. Yeah. Um, it was the number one movie this past weekend. I don't think it did great, but it did okay. 20 million? Yeah. Avatar um, did 10. So yeah. <laughs> so it's probably, I don't know. I don't know what the budget was, but um, probably not going to be like a huge flop or anything. Um. I didn't think it was good. Uh, some people are like, oh, it, it's fine. It's not It's not one of those, oh, this is so bad that you can laugh at it. It's just kind of not that interesting. It is definitely a movie about a twist more than it is like a good movie, um, which I think the twist is... I wouldn't say I knew everyone's going to guess what the twist is because I, I certainly didn't, but I think you knew where it was headed. Uh, when I first saw the trailer, I said my my comparison was... Oh, like the village. Like this is definitely not taking place in the fifties. This is supposed to look like it's gonna be in the fifties, but it's really um, modern day or the future. Even I don't know. Um, and I don't want to spoil it, but I'm not a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> that's not that's not it. Uh, but I'd say eighty percent of the movie happens before you find out the twist, and that eighty percent isn't that interesting. Whereas a better movie might have been like, oh, you you know what's happening after Act One, and then things happen. But really, this movie is more all build up to a twist that happens. And then it's like, okay, now the movie's got to end. We got to finish it. And just, I think kind of just a bad idea. This, it wasn't interesting enough for a movie. Uh, they definitely put work into it. Um, and you know, the, the, the real actors were good in it. Uh, Mary Styles is a, a different case. Uh, I also don't think they knew what they wanted to do. And there's a lot of comedy actors in this, like Nick Kroll. And then uh, the guy from Veep and, uh, another actress that's been in comedies and stuff. And it's like, but it wasn't funny and their characters weren't allowed to be funny, which maybe this movie wouldn't have better if they were supposed to be funny. So I, I don't know. I think it's just, they didn't know what they were doing. They took on something. They're like, Oh, it's got a twist. It'll be cool. People like twists, but basically this reminded me of like the worst of M night Shyamalan where uh. there's nothing there aside from the twist. So 
yeah, don't don't go out and see it. You could watch it on streaming. It'll be on HBO, I'm sure. Yeah, in like uh, four days, probably. Yeah, it's one of the. That was a story. It's only there's no, Warner Brothers is only putting out like two movies the entire rest of the year. This and uh, Black Adam. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Well, I think that'll conclude episode 290 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and join with me at Off-Road Andy. Yes. Goodbye. And Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later.